Hello, everybody. I am back with you. This is Erica, and I have next to me this week Keith. You know that I was really lonely missing him last week. Hello, Keith. Hello. And uh, we are going without video again this week just to keep life simple. Keep it simple. Yeah. And uh, in... We have a lot of fun just bantering back and forth. We will try to incorporate the video component again in the future. But, you know, some days it's just better to get stuff out. And I talked about that last week. You know, just you're not going to always be perfect. Right. Get the product done. <laughs> you sound like Larry the Cable Guy. Get her done. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I spent 26 years in the, in the South. South. This girl can cop an accent. You can get it done. Oh, yes, I can. Aren't you precious? Ew. <laughs> Thank you. Today, we're going to talk about hydration. Mm. But first, a couple of uh, show notes. Number one, I would like to thank people who have left uh, comments and reviews on iTunes, and I would like to thank all of our listeners for propelling us to new and noteworthy within our first month on iTunes. Thank you, everybody. Yes. And please uh, keep sharing our our podcast across your social channels. We'd like to keep growing. Um, Obviously, reaching as many people as possible is our goal because we're trying to spread information people can use or at least find humorous and if nothing else just laugh at us we can take it so <laughs> so you know just a huge thank you to all of you for supporting us it's uh, it makes me feel really good when we get feedback uh in support of the show i got a wonderful comment uh just last night from alan maddox just saying how he is enjoying this format of having our personality and stories and stuff. You know, we do go on tangents, but that is our personality. That's who Keith and I are. So it is. Yeah. We, uh, we enjoy recording together, or even if I'm just babbling by myself with the cats, you can hear them sometimes knocking stuff over in the background. <laughs> That's my real life. Yeah. And uh, I'm here to share it with you. I'm not uh, ashamed to just be real about all this that's the way it is, you know. That's that's the way it goes. So it, if you can, you know, listen, we, we try to do this, make it something that's worth your time. If you can, it just takes five seconds. Find us on iTunes, rate us, help Subscribe. us out a little bit. Yeah, it would be huge. Uh, we want to keep this show out there, and that's unfortunately in this uh, digital world, it's easy to get buried under the uh, the noise and din of uh, other shows and such. So This um, is our version of... of Jerry Maguire desperately looking at Rod Tidwell <laughs> and saying, help me, help me help you. That's it. So uh, another show note, um, I have partnered as a ambassador for Potable Aqua. There is no financial gain in any of my ambassadorships or partnerships with different brands, uh, just so you know. Uh, they do send me stuff to try out and test and, and want my legitimate feedback, uh, my relationship with Columbia Sportswear is very much about testing gear. And Potable Aqua, it's something that I had used in the past. I keep it in my um, backpack all the time as a backup um, water purification method. I also believe it has a a good place in emergency kits. It's also because it is inexpensive, easy to transport, shelf-stable. It is a great product for um, charities who want to help people in developing countries that don't have access to clean water. Um, It's uh, also good just to stick in your travel bag when you're traveling overseas. And again, we take our clean water system in the U.S. for granted. A lot of places that I travel don't have that. 
And uh, that's why I felt like um, Potable Aqua was someone that I wanted to partner with. They also are owned by Wisconsin Pharmaceutical, which makes a lot of the Coleman products, like Stingies, which has been a staple in my house with kids getting stung by ants and stuff like that, or in bees. I've always had Stingies around and um, natural repellents and DEET repellents, too. They have the, a full range of bug bug shoe away sprays and such, but I tend toward the natural products. And they have a real good one that I was testing out down in um, uh, Capitol Reef a couple weeks ago, and I was real pleased with the product. So so that's just my uh, shout-out to them. And, and Where do you uh, find Potable Aqua? You can uh, Google them and, and purchase their products online, but also just most of your major outdoor stores are going to carry their, their tablets, and they have a couple of different types um, the chlorine-based, iodine-based. They have one that's a dual, the one that you put in the tablet, and then the ne- next tablet helps neutralize the taste. Because, let's face it, uh, chemical treatments don't always taste good. Yeah. And I mean, sometimes sh- they take longer. I yeah. mean, these are common objections that people have why they don't... That's why it's not even a uh, first line for me in my backpacking. I use a SteriPen, but I don't believe that that's foolproof and the one thing about the potable aqua is it kills everything pretty much uh folks giardia is not a fun experience oh my gosh it is not have you had it (laughs) i have i've known people to have had it it's awful i i mexico that's all i'll say it was awful (laughs) really really and the cure is almost the cure is as bad as the disease but you have to or the the infection you just have to go through it it's uh it, it was a horrible experience that being said of all illnesses out there giardia might be the most fun one to say it's a fun word you know what my stomach hurts just hearing you okay, say it. i'm sorry so yeah don't you know it's water <laughs> purification is a real real valid um concern when you're traveling and uh and Obviously, I take it pretty seriously because I carry, like, multiple methods at this point. <laughs> um, and moving on from that, we uh, are going to talk about hydration today. Let's do which it. it's We're in the heat of summer, and this is a really good time to uh, review hydration. I know we think, hey, it's just drinking water. It's that simple. But um, it seems to be the thing that outdoor enthusiasts or even just people who live in tough climates or work outdoors – do not pay enough attention to and in particular hydration can kick your tail in extreme environments and that's where it will really sneak up on you for instance at higher altitudes or in cold weather Uh, these are some sneaky scenarios that will deplete your hydration quickly and you won't even feel it coming so here we go let's talk about hydration first of all if you are older, like me, I'm in my 40s, but we'll talk about athletes over 50. Um, I just want to point out that for those of you who are um, older outdoor enthusiasts or out in the outdoors a whole lot, hydration is, number one, more critical for you. It's uh, it's very important from a thermal regulation standpoint right. because your blood vessels are not as flexible as they used to be. So as soon as you start to dehydrate, you're um, already at a disadvantage And so you are now more susceptible to things like hypothermia, and you get dehydrated, you're even more susceptible to conditions such as hypothermia. So it isn't just about your hydration. Also, your thirst drive drops as you age. So it's uh, really important to simply set a reminder, or if you're able to remember on your own, to make sure that you 
keep maintaining your hydration. You're sucking down some water. Yeah, and and that leads people to question, you know, how much? How much water? I mean, you hear that eight hours, you know, eight glasses a day and stuff like that. But let's make this a little simpler. When you're super active, um, leading up to uh, activity, you should try to get, you know, 16 to 20 ounces of water into you within the four hours before activity. So what this means, folks, is if you know you're going for a hike and it's this summer heat that we're dealing with here, or you're going to be out skiing in the cold weather, anything like that, you need to start hydrating at home before you get out mm. there. You need to preload this because you're not going to be able to keep up once you start dehydrating with the combination of exertion or extreme cold altitude, extreme heat in the desert where the humidity is super low, or even in high humidity, which I'll talk about here in a second, which seems counterintuitive. But um, it really is uh, critical that you start in advance because you're not going to be actually be able to keep up during the activity. Um, during the activity, every 15 to 20 minutes or so, take another three to eight ounces of water. Uh, you, you really can't... Um, like I said, you're not going to be able to keep up most likely. And if you drink too much water, then that's also a bad thing. So you don't want to exceed a quart per hour or it, you have other conditions, which is basically they call it simply water intoxication, <laughs> uh, which is an electrolyte imbalance. And it has some, some icky consequences as well. So it, you need to hydrate regularly rather than try to play catch up in between. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, like Beyond that, you'll feel uncomfortable. I mean, if you do it periodically as you go along, you know, that's why people like those camelbacks so much. You know, you, get, yeah. you, you just suck in a little bit here and yeah. there. And- Camelback, Geiger Rig, uh, there's so many systems out there. I, I actually use Geiger Rig um, because it's pressurized, which is, you know, I could go on a whole tangent about that. But um, <laughs> but you, it's, all of that said, the convenience is a big point here. If you have to dig your water bottle out, it's just human nature. You're not going to keep up as well as having some type of hydration bladder with a tube near your face. Uh, that really is going to make a big difference. Mm-hmm. Invest in some gear. If you're an outdoor enthusiast or someone who works outside, you need to take care of yourself. And that means having an advantage of some decent gear right uh, you know, right there, nice and handy. Um, what happens if you do get dehydrated? That's uh, dehydration. It's, you know, typically people think about it as being heat, but it could happen, like I I had mentioned, high humidity, cold, um, high altitude. And the symptoms are, you know, pretty miserable. You get fatigue, nausea, lightheadedness. um, It's, it's it's really headaches. It's really not good. No, it's and you and you'll think that you'll think you're like coming down with the flu or something. Or in the cases of people who are visiting higher altitudes, they tend to blame the altitude. And actually, the studies show that at moderately high altitude, you're you're around eight thousand foot level. The bulk of the symptoms are actually coming from dehydration hmm. that people are reporting versus actual effects altitude from the altitude. Yeah. yeah, they're blaming the altitude, but in reality, the altitude caused them to dehydrate quicker. And they are suffering the symptoms of dehydration. Hmm. And that is, a, you know, and in combination, of course, with some, some sensitivity to the altitude, but it's definitely not all of it. So if you are visiting a high altitude location, hydration is critical before you arrive, while you're there, after you leave, hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. Uh, or you could find yourself feeling really miserable. And I know, like, for people from Florida who go skiing, um, right. 
they, they get laid out. And talking about what to hydrate with, hydrating with alcohol and beer. <laughs> you want to talk about adding a problem to that fire? <laughs> that will dehydrate you even faster. And, um, and again, I've known people who've done that, who visited high altitude locations, such as, you know, hanging out in Estes Park or uh, Colorado or right. here, you know, even here and staying at the resorts in, in Utah. Uh, and then um, they're on vacation, so they are out there skiing and drinking. Right. Great. And then they don't understand why they feel so awful <laughs> and can barely drag themselves out of bed and actually have a you know a potentially ruined vacation. Sure. So um, visiting high altitude areas, hydrate, lay off the booze. Um, again, cold, which often comes with a higher altitude, is uh, that makes the air drier. So with every respiration you are dehydrating that right. much quicker. So now you're at high altitude and cold. You're dehydrating very quickly. You're not getting the sense of thirst as quickly because it's cold. Um, so again, it, you have to make this conscious effort to yeah, hydrate. Yeah, so, and that's the biggest thing is, is if you're aware of it and it's become something that's a priority to you, right, then uh, it, it'll help you out. You'll do better. You'll perform better out there you'll be happier about it and you'll be able to finish everything uh really well and 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 go well and so you know it's an important part if if you've been out hiking for a long time or you've been out and you haven't had to use the bathroom for a long yeah. time or anything like that like i mean not to get i mean it's not no, fun to talk get, about we that need but to like, get personal I, I just on this think, one <laughs> i just think that you know you do need to be mindful of that. That's a great way to kind of check. And then beyond that, you know, if you actually look at, at you need the color to look at urine, you need to look at your urine, pee till it's clear, or drink till it drink till your pee is clear. Right. <laughs> Sorry, I got that backwards. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, the clearer it is, the the better, right? And so if you, you know, if if uh, there's a reason why we always talk about yellow snow. <laughs> it's cold. Yep, you're dehydrated. Yeah, that's why. That's why it's always yellow. <laughs> yep. And uh, actually, I was I was discussing the show uh, with my boyfriend last night and told him I was going to be talking on hydration and he, and he brought up the same thing: drink till the pee runs clear. And he's like, you know, it's bad when it starts to smell like coffee. <laughs> like really? Okay, so folks, I just shared that with you. Um, again, coffee's not a good hydration. Yeah, and while asparagus is very good for you, it, yeah, you'll notice that one come through too. <laughs> So, and we did get this question about what to hydrate with. Uh, are there some options other than water? Got that from uh, Andy Commander. Um, and yeah, so water's the best. I mean, yeah. uh, your best option is water. But I, I can understand the question because water doesn't. Um, it's boring. It's boring. It doesn't have yeah. doesn't have great taste to it and stuff. Well, okay, so uh, it depends on what you're trying to do. How about that for an answer? How about you elaborate on that? So what I mean by that is is, is that. Um, the reason that Gatorade uh, became a thing, right, is, is it was used for, for, for high-activity sports that are more anaerobic in nature. Okay? Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? So it was, like, um, it was initially put together by uh, the University of Florida for their football team, right? Right. And, and that's why Hence the name Gator. Gator, Gator, right? Yeah, they're the Florida yeah. Gators. So, so here's the thing is, is um, so what they did is they put together a, a drink that was best for anaerobic activities like football where you explode for seven seconds, you rest for 35 seconds, and then you go for another seven seconds. And it may be the thing that people find extremely boring about football, right? That, that whole thing. <laughs> so if you are doing a lot of like high intensity 
exercises that require um, anaerobic effort. And, and you may not realize it, but if you're rock climbing, right, you're, mm-hmm. you're going to be doing these explosive movements left and right and lifting your body up. And so what that system is, the system that's associated with that fast twitch muscle system that really gets you going um, when you're working more anaerobically. Uh, the reason that we work anaerobically when we sprint, we're not breathing deep, we're not doing those things, is because we use our what's called the ATP phosphocreatine system. And basically what that is, is ATP is, the, uh, is what we store in our body for energy, and then we make it into phosphocreatine, and that causes us to have the power to do these things explosively, really okay. fast. Okay. So what Gatorade is formulated to do is to, uh, first of all, give you the electrolytes for hydration purposes, but the reason it has all that sugar in it and a little bit of sodium in it, 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 it's salt, a little bit of salt in it. The, the reason it has all that in there is it, it's specifically designed to help you generate more ATP quickly. Wow. I didn't know this. Okay. okay. And so, so the reason that, that that's supposed to happen is, is it allows you to then uh, go out and now that you're rehydrated, you got more of this in your system. It's why people, um, you know, you they say carbo load up before you're going to do yeah. like a big. It's like the whole thing is, is 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 you're trying to build more ATP so that your body can do more explosive stuff and and go on for longer and longer. So if you're um, if you're doing something that's high energy like that and stuff, something like Gatorade is actually not a bad thing, mm-hmm. right? It's, now, if you like the taste of it but aren't doing that type of um, activity, should you maybe cut it with some additional water or something? Okay. Yeah. I mean... Because it's just like a little bit of overkill. It's it's very sugary, right? Yeah. And I, I know that... Um, it, and so if you're not actually going to burn off that sugar and use it... Right. Right. It's just become a sweet drink. It's just become a very sweet drink that's going to show up on your body later. Right. And so, so the whole thing is, is, is if you want alternatives and what you're going to drink, the sports drinks are are actually a really good alternative uh, to take a look at. And of course, Gatorade has gotten even more, you know, intense, the, the G1, G2, G3, which is, you know, you prep your body with G1, G2 is while you're doing it. And G3 is for recovery has like protein in it the g3 oh okay. okay i didn't even know they'd come out with those different blends. they do yeah okay. so you can you can go get different blends and stuff like that and they're all uh they all make sense and if you study it out like they they're all just fine but again they all contain a lot of sugar because gatorade is trying to sell something that people even if you're not you know, right yeah because they want to have kids just drinking it it's like because it's a, it's a sweet drink so you and, see lebron yeah. james at halftime drinking his gatorade cup and stuff like that it's like yeah, but he's working super, super hard. You know right. what I mean? And so it's like, it's it, anyway, not everybody really needs it. So if you're actually doing a highly athletic event that's anaerobic, that's the key. Right. If you have some anaerobic actions in it and, and you got to recover and you got to do that. Um, and, the, and the reason, see, this is why uh, you want to, why uh, one of the one of the things that is interesting is, is it takes about our, our system about 40 seconds to recover. So once we, we burn out, we can go ATP phosphocreatine for about seven, eight seconds, right? And, uh, and then after that, we have to recover for a little bit. And so uh, that's why like, um, you know, you, you, yeah, anyway, and so it's, it's one of the interesting things is if you look at like, football and there's rest between it it's just like basically perfect for you to recover that that system it uh-huh. plays and so it's kind of an interesting 
anyway, I, I've always thought that was kind of interesting. But uh, so that's that would be my suggestion on that is is actually some of the sports Gatorade or Gatorade like are not too type, bad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, or dilute them if you like yeah. dilute them. Yes, right. absolutely, and 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 do some of those things, and then. There are some waters and different things where people are trying different stuff. Just read about it and just figure it out. But yeah, I what's mean, that one that you that you use? Uh, Aqua Hydrate. Yeah, because there's a pH. pH is thing. nine. Yeah, right. Yeah, and so it's, it's by a, it being more basic and and charged in that way, uh, they've uh, included the electrolytes within that water that you'll get from Gatorade, but mm-hmm. you won't have sugar in it. Okay. And then I just found even day to day, not so much in my sport, but just around the house, I drink more water if I just put a little bit of lemon in it. I know it sounds kind of like simplistic, but for me, it just makes it that much less boring. And I find I just keep reaching for it because it feels uh, it tastes very fresh. And uh, I end up consuming more water just because I shot some, you know, a little wedge of lemon in there. And I've just got so I keep the little plastic lemon bottle around. And and that's not a bad idea at all. Actually, that's that's if if it's just that you're tired with taste, yeah. Like it's okay. Throw a little fruit. I mean, there's a reason why you, when you go to a spa, they have like if it's a cucumber yes, or yes. yeah, they have these and that tastes really of, good. Or mint leaves, and it's comforting. And it's nice. Yeah, and yeah. It's, it's really just fresh, good. and you can throw that even in your your water bladder. Just know that you'll have to clean it out a little bit after. But you know, at least it's not sugar. So really, it's not going to be that bad. If you, you know, just a little bit of lemon juice or something isn't going to kill your bladder mm-hmm. or leave too much flavor in it. So, so on moving on from that, uh, one of the other extreme uh, conditions you may find yourself needing to think about hydration and you will, you know, be easy to miss is in areas of high humidity. So think um, tropical locations. It's, uh, you know, you walk outside and you feel like you're swimming and you'd think, well, gosh, you know, high humidity, it's water all around me. Why should this be uh, a a situation that's going to drain my hydration? Well, what happens is your body has to work so incredibly hard to cool itself in high humidity because it's not getting that the sweat isn't as effective at cooling your body. So your body just keeps trying to sweat more and more and more, trying to cool itself and get some of that evaporative cooling going on. Mm-hmm. And in, and it's not effective, so it sweats some more. So you actually start pumping out more um, hydration through your sweat than you would in normal con- in conditions. So in high humidity, again, you need to think about your hydration and consciously uh, hydrate. A, a final area that people don't think about are, I, I titled it in an article I wrote a while back, Tight Spaces, Funky Places, and Caves. Mm. Um, <laughs> you know, when you get into some really gnarly conditions where um, having the hydration pack with a little hose hanging right next to your chest, next thing you know, you're slithering through mud or it's getting pulled off your back, you're having to um, maybe carry a more durable pack and have your water shoved down into it or carry a pack that actually has like a garage type system for the hose mm-hmm. um, or that squirts uh, so that you don't actually have to put your mouth onto the, <laughs> the mouthpiece because at this point it's covered in mud. Um, you need to think about how you're going to maintain your hydration in those locations and carry a very durable pack. Um, again, I... Uh, I've tested a lot of Geiger rig stuff, so I'm going back to them. And they're not currently someone I have an ambassadorship with or anything like that. But just because I've tested their stuff, ballistic, nylon fabrics, um, squirt technology, that's the pack I drag through a cave. It's heavier. 
Um, so that's a drawback. But in a cave, if I'm going to scrape against rocks and get stuff all filthy, dirty, you know, that's the pack I tend to take with me because then I still do have the tube near my face and uh, and stay hydrated. So. So that's about all I have on hydration today. The point is, you have to be conscious. Totally. Do it regularly. Start before your activity. Remember that if that's you... That's a big one, yeah. by the way. Is this, how often do you think, like, oh, I'm going to go for a hike. Let me grab... Let me grab my water and go. Water and- no, think about four hours ahead of time. I'm going to be hiking today, or I'm going to be hiking tomorrow. I need to start boosting my hydration now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in, ad- in advance. And uh, and think be conscious of extreme environments, desert, high, desert, tropical, high altitude, extreme cold. Oh, by the way, in the high altitude, the reason for that is you tend to have faster, deeper breathing, in, as you react to altitude that's higher than normal for right. your body. So you're expiring moisture from your lungs quicker, and it typically tends to be cold. So now you've got two things working against you on that one. Um, again, if you're older, your thirst drive isn't there. You need hydration even more. And your kidneys are less effective at processing. So you really need to keep the hydration up in order for that to work efficiently. So it's super critical for people over 50 to do that. And, uh, and folks, I would like your feedback on A. But, by the way, on the age thing. Yeah. I, when you're dehydrated, like, it affects your body with impunity. Like, it, yes. It, it, it will smite you. It, it will smite you. Yes, those, there's that word. <laughs> anyway, but it's one of those things where if you, if you don't, um, yeah, if you don't handle your business with this, you know, mm-hmm. then, then it's real. There's something else with age is people who are older tend to be on more medications. And Mm -hmm. I forgot to mention this, but one thing that does happen when somebody becomes severely dehydrated is certain medications, in particular some of the cardiac meds, Mm. um, will concentrate in the system and actually cause a um, toxicity, I can't speak this morning, reaction in the body. Like digitoxin is one of those that... um, you know, that that has come up from people who became very dehydrated and they're on some of the um, the cardiac meds. So, did yeah? I think I may not have said that correctly. Feel free to write in or call in. Hey, listen. <laughs> you know, the, yeah, the information is yes. Worth but as the much point you is, you're on meds. You get dehydrated. <laughs> you could throw your med levels off in your body and have some really negative effects from that. So that mm-hmm. is one other thing I forgot to miss. Uh, I forgot to mention there and. Other than that, folks, if you enjoy this episode, would you please visit iTunes and give us a rating and a comment? We really like feedback. So if you'd like to reach out to me directly, Erica, E-R-I-K-A, at theactiveexplorer.com. Don't don't forget the infinite article, the. The, yeah. Unfortunately, somebody's squatting on Active Explorer. So Erica at theactiveexplorer.com. You can also reach me on Twitter at active underscore explorer same thing on instagram please give me some feedback i'm on facebook and and and, and if you follow the instagram you know (laughs) you're gonna get some food pictures Uh, not too many lately i found that nobody seemed to like them so i'm just keeping it to outdoor fun stuff but you'll get a window into my life you are going to get some awesome pictures erica some of the stuff erica posts first of all we're in the land of national parks. Yep. So I'm always out doing something. And there's, you know, Utah is beautiful. So all I'm saying is, is you're, you're going to see just unbelievable stuff. Yeah. So reach out and connect to me on Instagram. Oh, and on Pot. Gosh, you know, I told you all about Potable Aqua. And the whole point of that was to tell you I'm running a contest. 
um, there is a raffle on theactiveexplorer.com. If you just go there and pull the um, outdoor goodie giveaway, I'm giving away a whole cooler full of um, uh, purification tablets, uh, bug sprays, stingies, just um, first aid kits, all packed in a cooler that you can use. So go to theactiveexplorer.com. And uh, the first post there, Outdoor Goodie Giveaway, click on that and enter the uh, raffle to win that. And it will be shipped out to you. And it's going to be running for the next week and a half. Folks, she's not even making you work on this one. It's not a contest where you need to write something in. or you No, need to come no, just do a few clicks. You to, like, you know, you subscribe. Just, or, you just got to do a raffle. Are you kidding yeah, me? Yeah, you can just enter. You can, if you, if you follow me on twitter or follow potable aqua you'll get a you can get like up to six entries per so um you can enter more than once just by doing some different things and you can enter more than once a day so go over to theactiveexplorer.com enter the giveaway for that cooler full of really cool stuff very cool and um and we'll be talking to you next week thank you for following